What's going on, Medicine Remix? New follower here. I'm very much enjoying everything you're doing. I love the different medicines for just getting rid of the bullshit. So keep it up. I'm going to keep on listening. Medicine Remixed. Today was the very first day that I tuned into your segments. And I got to say, initially, I came in confused, but I left very satisfied. Oh, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, Medicine Remixed. This is really an eclectic show. Just had to reach out. Rich Dave, you guys are now, and as always, I stopping over for my daily dose of Medicine Remix. Keep doing what you do, man. I always am enjoying Medicine Remix, for sure. Medicine Remix. Thank you, thank you, thank you for featuring me in your latest Remix. I am thrilled. You've made my day. I love what you do. As I've said, I think you guys are genius. Oh, thank you. And you found out somewhere along the line that hip hop makes you happy when you're working. Well, hip hop makes the patient happy too. And it has helped me in ways that I can't even explain in my healing process. So thank you, thank you, thank you for recognizing that. You keep on vibing and reviving as much as you can, as often as you can. I will continue to keep listening to your station you keep rising and soaring. I appreciate you. Medicine Remix, what's happening? Listen, love the show, man. That's what's up. That's a killer show, man. I like your concept. You know I'm most definitely checking you out. All right, please. Medicine Remix. Man, I love the show, man. Y'all got a new fan. Man, raw, real, and uncut. First and foremost, health is important. And uh, I just want to say, man, I love the show, man. Love the uh, tips and advice. And uh, keep it going. Peace. Make the most of today. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. <laughs> Support for today's Medicine Remix show comes from Climatap, Bold and Allergy. Has the congestion fighting power to relieve stuffy fixed mindsets and runny excuses. This formula also provides relief for your child's whining and bitching whenever they encounter difficulties in life. And it also comes in a great grape flavor that kids love. Climatap, grow your mindset to put your head down and climb. Available wherever good strategies are sold. Now, back to Remixing Medicine on Medicine Remixed. As nerdy as it may sound, I've always liked to learn. That always sounds kind of corny. To hear myself say it sounds corny, but I always have. And I especially liked learning growing up when there wasn't a damn test involved. There was something about just the process of I knew something right now that I didn't know two minutes ago. Something about that was always fascinating to me because somewhere along the line, I'd share that knowledge with somebody, they'd be impressed, and, and I'd think to myself, how weird is it that they're impressed by something that I did nothing, literally, I did nothing to acquire this knowledge. I sat in front of a TV, I listened to somebody talk, whatever the case is. And so that always fascinated me. And as I got older, you know, I tried to hide that shit. I didn't want anybody to know I liked learning. I just grew up in neighborhoods where it wasn't cool to be that guy. You know, you took a test, someone asked you how you did. Even if you felt you did well, the answer was always, yo, that shit was hard. I was just guessing, you know what I mean? And it sounds weird now. You know, you know what? I'm lying. It doesn't sound weird now. I know exactly why I did it. I just, there's something about being smarter than somebody else, or at least making them feel like you're smarter than them, that it's almost insulting when you're a kid, or at least in my environment, it was almost insulting. You know, if I had nice kicks, yo, you could whoop my ass and take my kicks. You know, if you chose to do that, you know, it could happen. Or you could try to take my kicks, I'd whoop your ass, and I'd have a story to tell. 
but that would be the end of it, right? And I think part of that knowing, you know, you just didn't come around with nice shit. You almost didn't want to have nice things because you knew that there was a possibility that somebody else would want it in an environment where people don't have it. So if you came around with nice kicks, it was almost like you always had to have your guard up. You know, same thing with a pretty girlfriend. Everybody wanted a pretty girlfriend, but you almost didn't sometimes. You'd go out, guys be hollering at her, you'd have to step to them. It was just, it was almost cumbersome to have. So when you had intelligence, when that was your thing, and you're in class and you know the answer to something or, you know, almost inadvertently step on somebody's toes, you know, answer a question that they were asked because you saw them struggling, whatever the case is. And they take it as this fucking dude, he's flossing on me right now. Like he's, he's really trying to flex and make me look dumb. Even though that wasn't the case, there was something weird about it growing up. You know, you never wanted to read out loud. You know what I mean? Because if it came to you and there were some words you didn't understand, so I would head count and shit. You know, if I was like the seventh person in the back, I would count. All right, everybody's reading a paragraph and I'd, I'd almost rehearse that shit. I'd rehearse it. So when it came to me, I wouldn't stumble. I didn't want to be the dumb dude, but I also didn't want to be the smart dude. And somebody inevitably always fucked it up and the teacher would skip or say, oh, well, you read first the last time, so I'll skip you. And then he (laughs) threw your whole shit off. But there was just a weird relationship with learning that I never really quite got over. And I think I still carry with me. The reason I bring this up is because as many of you maybe know or or don't know, I'm a medical doctor, went to medical school, part of the process after you're, you're done with medical school and you start your training, you got apply for your medical license and part of applying for my medical license I took time off in med school and actually after med school and they wanted like a letter of explanation the state medical board and part of that explanation required a letter from my actual medical school about my performance in med school and things like that anyway my med school sent it to me as well as to the state medical board and it was fascinating I was reading that shit and there was a line in there that actually came up a couple of times and one of them that really struck me was uh, it said that I lacked self-confidence and that oftentimes if asked a question I exhibited much more knowledge than one would have anticipated me knowing. In other words meaning like this guy doesn't say much and we're almost not sure if he knows shit or not or if he's just kind of skating by but when you ask him he actually knows some shit and that whole process for me just reading it it sort of reinforced this idea that I'm, I'm still carrying a lot of baggage and that concept of carrying baggage I think there's so many little things so many little hurdles so many small interactions so many impressions that people leave on us that we don't really appreciate how deep they run and how much they affected us at the ground level everybody knows there's trauma you know there's things that can be done to you or you can do to people that can sort of haunt you emotionally but there's also a lot of just regular shit that makes you you that you don't realize where it comes from and you may go your whole fucking life never thinking twice about it like literally being fine you know you have a great family you have a great relationship you have a great job you know everybody's got their hang-ups everybody's got their vice whatever whatever but fundamentally there's some shit that was almost a coping mechanism and it lingers and it just kind of sits there and it'll be there as long as you let it be there and you know what some stuff is protective you don't even have to change it for me in the examples I've been using, that shit was protective for me. I just didn't want to be that kid. I didn't want people to feel like I was hanging my intelligence over them. And I and I say that it, it almost it feels gross to say hanging my intelligence over people. I don't think I'm particularly intelligent to be real honest with you. But again, just me saying that I think stems from this odd place of of shutting that shit down and never wanting to feel like I was flossing on anybody, styling on anybody. And for me, just reading this letter from my medical school to the board, it was humbling. It was humbling. And it really brought back for me a lot of 
memories, bad ones, good ones. But most importantly, it brought back this sense of resetting myself, of understanding that I'm not a finished product. I may never be a finished product, but running from things in my past doesn't help. But more importantly, digging and finding things I don't like may also help me. And it's not something that I'd really ever thought about. You know, for me, most times I'm willing to change. I actually, I like to change. I've had talks and sometimes arguments with my girlfriend. And it's funny the way we process criticism. You know, for her, if I say something, you know, hey, you forgot to do this. Why can't you remember to do this when I ask you? Even if I'm saying it in a salty way or even if I'm saying it in a loving way, like, you know, come on, man, we've talked about this. She always views it as a personal attack, like I'm pointing out flaws. And I find that so interesting because for me, I enjoy it. Like if she tells me like, yo, you left today and you forgot to shut the front door. I want to know that. I want to know that. I, I'd rather not put my family in an unsafe position. And the reason I bring that up is because I'm a stickler for locking the door when you leave. And a couple days ago, I guess I, I didn't shut the door all the way. And I don't remember it. I really don't. I brought it up to her that she forgot to do it. And she goes, you know, a couple days ago you left and, and the door was actually open, like wide open. And I was like, yo, tell me that. This is a perfect example. Like I crave opportunities to change and to get better. But it's funny because around her, there was some things going on that she just wouldn't bring up because she, for her, she would process it as if I were telling her those things. She wouldn't like it. It'd be uncomfortable. And meanwhile, here I am thinking like, no, 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 tell me, tell me. I, I actually like the opportunity to get better. And this idea all goes back to that actual letter from my med school of different evaluations at different point in my medical education where so many goddamn people wrote this. I may be exaggerating a little bit. It was like four or five, but I think that's a lot. And for the common theme to be like, yo, this kid needs to step up and like start being flashy with what he knows. But nobody ever said it to me. Like nobody ever came up to me and was like, yo, like what's going on? You obviously know some stuff, man. Like, like step up to the plate. What are you afraid of? And who knows? Maybe I would have shut down or maybe I would have opened up. I don't know. But I think that's why it's critical that you surround yourself with people who are willing to be open with you. Surround yourself with people who are, you know, critical of themselves and in a way that you admire and that you appreciate. Because sometimes we may coddle ourselves and not know we're doing it. And it's helpful to be able to have these sorts of talks and to have that sort of inviting energy where people know that's a dude who's always looking to grow. That's a dude who, if he messed up, if there's a way he can do something better, he wants to know. And part of that, I think, ironically comes from us giving, right, from always helping people. Because a weird thing happens when you help people. More people come around to help you. And by doing that, by fostering that 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 two-way street of both fostering an environment of healthy criticism and also being receptive to it, you know, not always being the one to dish it out. You know, it's always immensely helpful for me to have those, oh, I didn't know that moments where I say that to somebody and you can kind of see it on their face. Like, yo, this guy actually didn't know that. I actually, you know, I thought this guy knew everything about whatever X, Y, and Z. Anyway, all of this stems from this fascinating sort of look into other people's minds from the person I was 10 years ago or whatever the case was and actually reading that and, and wishing I wish I had this for everything I wish I had sort of a report card from friends every so often a periodical uh, review but obviously that's kind of weird but I think there's for me a lot to take from this experience and just wanted to share it with y'all so hopefully you found that interesting thanks for listening y'all Listen, we don't have much to go by, so if you guys would please just 
like and subscribe anywhere you see anything medicine remixed like the shit out of it just click on it like doesn't cost you anything just move your fat finger and click on it you're clicking all kinds of other shit at work where you shouldn't be god damn it yeah. but uh we appreciate it and that's really you know the only surrogate market we have to go by and listen the other thing is fucking tell people about it man tell your friends about us tell your friends i mean i i'm always amazed man when people think people are famous like i've never been starstruck ever and the reason i've never been starstruck is because somebody said to me once you know the only reason that person's famous is because you made them famous right i was like what are you talking about and they're like stop caring who the fuck that is yeah. watch how famous he is now and it's yeah. like holy it's like fuck you, you're right we give things meaning man yeah absolutely and, and we give words meaning we give everything meaning. man and like, when people when people think like oh you know my friend's an artist uh, he wants to make it big or whatever you know something fucking support that i mean if he sucks he sucks but if he's even halfway good man you make people famous i don't think people realize that you make things important and damn it make us famous is what we're saying fucking tell people no but my point is is that the only way this is going to get out and it's ever going to grow any legs to it is if people tell other people about it and listen if you don't like it thank you for suffering through it we love you and if you like it we'll fucking tell somebody man and to be real honest the feedback that we've gotten back so far fucking great man we appreciate it we're we're having a good time doing it and this is our way to be creative within a field that really is an art and a science but the art has been taken out of it for creative people in medicine and there's a lot of them there's a lot of like super talented people absolutely this could be a forum for those people looking for a different way to express their craft through a more creative means hit us up yeah all right we love you peace peace